0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store.
1: Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. The
2: Grinch did not steal
1: Christmas. Here's the millennial with the mic. They want you to say grace. Grace Curley.
3: Welcome back, everybody, and Merry, Merry Christmas. This is a little bit earlier than I usually start getting into the Christmas spirit, but all this talk of holiday parties, I just can't help myself. And uh, we are going to get back to your calls about the craziness of Um, At City Hall and how Mayor Wu has decided she decided yesterday to host a party for electeds of color. And then they her her assistant or her administration official had to rescind an invitation that she accidentally sent to the white city councilors. Now, my other question, and there's just so many details here that I I need to know, and I'm sure Howie Carr is working hard at gathering all these details as we speak. But is that were those the only people at the entire party? Because that's like six people, including Mayor Wu, I guess seven and maybe they're plus ones. But it just doesn't seem like it would have been that hard to knock out the entire city council Christmas party with one party for everyone. It's not like we're talking about, oh, we had 50 people and then we're going to have 400 people. It, we're talking about 13 people. It just seems like an unforced error. And, um, and I was talking to a friend of mine who lived in South Boston for a very long time. And I said, well, you know, some people have been texting in and saying, you know, you have like the Black Caucus. I'm sure they do a Christmas party. Why is it any different? Sometimes groups do their own Christmas parties or their own parties, whatever. And this friend of mine said, Grace, all you have to do in this case is you just got to reverse it. Sometimes I overthink things. My friend said, just reverse it, okay? Let's imagine there was a white mayor. And you know what, Jared? There have been white mayors before in the city of Boston. And a mayor named White Yeah, but for this case, just someone I can remember. Let's take uh, Mayor Menino, okay? An old favorite. May he rest in peace. Mayor Menino has a party and he decides to invite seven white city council members and he disinvites. He not only doesn't include, but he includes and then rescinds an invitation to six city councilors of color. Do we think there would be a problem? That's all you have to do. And you know what the answer is. The answer is yes, there would be a problem. Hell yes, there would be a problem. Menino would have been caught in a jam. And he was caught in a lot of jams. But that would have been one that I would remember if he had ever tried to pull that kind of stunt. And he wouldn't have because why bother? Like, why do that? Why leave people out if you don't have to? And you know what else I I find about this that's um, particularly insane? And I I know I'm going to sound corny here, but I think it's part of my charm occasionally. It's Christmas. Isn't that what it's all about, Jared? I feel like the Grinch looking down on Whoville. Like, isn't it all about people getting together and putting aside things like what race you are or what... Political party you are. We've gone so far from that. Isn't it about people just sharing in the spirit? Maybe taking part in a little Santa Santa time magic. I know maybe I'm naive, but I thought that's what it was all about. I didn't think it was about oh you check this box so you get to come into this party. It's almost like all of these people are trying to be the cheerleaders in high school or something. Like they're all trying. Maybe they just never got invited to parties before, and so now they want to be the ones controlling the list. So they're not going. You're not allowed in unless you have a wristband. It's it's just really, really amateur hour stuff. Uh, Bill, you're up next on the Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, Bill.
2: Hey there. How you doing? I'm good. I'm Bill. an old caterer from back in the '70s, and we had contracts with City Hall Ooh. in Boston, <clears throat> and uh, they were very fond of. Breakfast for 15 for 500 or $600. I mean, I'd bring a bag of bagels if it was me, but hey, you know, when you get taxpayer money, what the hell? White tablecloths and everything else. But we never, ever would see somebody segregated out just because they're white or anything else. Okay, Nobody gave a...
3: Right, bill it's it's almost like we've gotten because the left has become so obsessed with seeing everything and I keep repeating this this expression, but it's seeing everything through the prism of race and you know, seeing everybody and and really when you see someone all you're seeing, if you're a liberal right now, is the color of their skin. That's what they primarily focus on. It's almost like we've gone backwards now. Like, everything has gone back to the yeah, starting well, point, and it's it's really sad. But, Bill, just to get back into the nitty-gritty here, would you ever um, cater for some of these parties? Like, you said breakfast, but w- what about some of these nighttime soirees?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh please. Yeah. What's no, the, what's the menu sometimes... like? Oh. Oh. You'd love it. Um, Shrimp cocktail to start. Jumbo shrimp cocktail. None of these small things. Right. Uh, You'd have uh, spinach stuffed, um, spinach and crab stuffed mushroom caps. Um, They might have white lasagna, which is a turkey lasagna. They they call it French lasagna. Uh, Very pricey stuff. I mean, they'd have just elegant food. And uh, you're talking about... um, in a, in a big party like the one, you know, that that would constitute a real Christmas party where a lot of city hall people are invited. You're talking like 100, 120, something like that. Um, you're talking also now about a girl for every, you know, a server for every 10 people. You're going to have 12 tables of 10. So you're going to have at least six servers. So you got that, plus you've got two or three in the kitchen. And then a couple of people running the job. I mean, you know, and then you get the equipment. Now back then it was a little different. We had sterno ovens. It was a lot of fun, but um, and now you've got micro whatever. So, um, but th- those parties would be two, three, four thousand dollars.
3: Can I ask you a question, Bill? One more. The booze. Sure. What Anything? do you remember about the booze? The consumption of booze. The the the, the type oh. of booze.
2: You'd have a full bar. You'd have a full. I mean, you know, it would be on, you know, and and they would get sloshed. I mean, that's just the way it was. I mean, um, and it was all elegant stuff. It wasn't, you know, Ghibli's, you know, Ghibli's gin or something. It was real good stuff. Wow. So, uh, while turkey was popular back then, um, Jim Beam, and these would come in in uh, half gallon bottles, not the little dinky things.
3: Yeah, Bill, I have another question. Um, did you guys ever have like tip jars out for the caterers, the bartenders? No, no, no,
2: no. no. no they tip, but they tip the head girl or the head uh, head of the kitchen. You know, the big tip to distribute. Got it. And sometimes the head the head people would get something separate, uh, depending upon what it was. Um, But no, tips – no, you don't – no, that's – that's disgusting. This tip jar bullshit for everybody on the planet
3: is Uh, disgusting. Yeah, Bill, thank you for the call. We can't swear on the air, Bill, but thank you for the call. We got a lot of information out of that. I really appreciate it. That's the kind of stuff I love. I don't know why. I just – you know what, Jared? It helps me understand what these parties are all about. It helps me understand. I still don't understand why you can't just invite everyone. It's not like you're paying for it. You know, know when you have a party and you go – Oh, if we invite so and so, then we gotta invite so and so, and before you know, it, we've got fifty people, and then we gotta buy all the booze, and so we gotta buy. They're not buying any of this, so why not be a little generous? Why not? Why not uh, widen the net out to more people? Why would you want to exclude people from taking part in this booze fest that you're gonna have? This Alfredo s- crab stuff, spinach booze fest that you're all gonna partake in. Let everybody cut the roast beast. Not just black people or brown people. Let some of the white people cut the roast beef. Come on, man. 844 4242 Okay, when we get back, as fun as this is, and it is so fun, if you guys want to keep talking about it, I am never going to exclude you from partaking in this conversation. But I do want to talk a little bit about Hunter Biden because I'm curious what people make of this. We know he said his father was not financially involved in his businesses. That has been changed, not by Hunter, but the New York Times. The New York Times did a nice stealth edit for Hunter, and they actually changed the quote. The quote we talked about all day yesterday, the New York Times heard it differently. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the fact that the House has approved a resolution um, demanding MIT and Harvard presidents resign. I actually don't think this is a good idea. And I know my audience, some people will agree with me, but some people won't. And I want to discuss that. By the way, the House did pass the Joe Biden impeachment inquiry, and they say it's going to give them more powers to look at his bank records, to you know, connect all these dots. Let's hope so. But even Ken Buck, like even Republicans who are one foot out the door headed to CNN, I think they saw that performance from Hunter Biden yesterday. I don't think it helped matters. I don't think it made him the sympathetic character that he was going for. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about this shift, you know, because now KJP is saying that Joe Biden was familiar with the fact that Hunter was going to make this statement. That was a big question I had, Jared, yesterday. I said to the audience, I said, do you think the White House was on board with this? Because I know he's got his own strategy now. He's got new lawyers. He's really trying to be more aggressive. But watching it yesterday, I said, I cannot imagine they thought this was a good idea. Well, it turns out, according to Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, Joe was familiar with what Hunter was going to do. I don't know if that means he read the speech. I don't know if Hunter called him up and said, Dad, Pop, I'm going to I'm going to give a speech. And he said, it's going to be great, son. You're going to be amazing. But if he knew the details of the speech, that could be a problem for Joe. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. So we'll talk about all of this. When we return, what a fun day. I love calls like that. If if there's anyone else who's been working in the catering scene around Mayor Wu's parties, you are definitely going to be put at the top of the callers list. You know, Jared, it is that time of year right now where... People get stressed out. They don't even realize they're getting stressed out because you're just going and going and going. It's like you're on a hamster wheel. And then before you know it, by the time you take a deep breath, by the time you come up for some air, Christmas is over. And you've missed so much of what makes the holiday season so special. So I always tell people, if you can, if you're able to, you should try to get away, even if it's just for a weekend, try to get away, quiet your mind, and soak in this special, beautiful, magical time of the year and I have the perfect place for people and it's the Nosset Beach Inn they are opening up reservations for winter getaways and Jared I'm very familiar with the Cape I go there every summer I was married on the Cape in the winter these rates are I mean I had to double check when I first saw this copy because you don't get winter rates like this it's so cheap for such a beautiful classy wonderful spot to be
1: yeah, you are right on the beach. I mean, you walk outside your room and you are steps from the beach. You get to enjoy the Cape in winter, which is it. it's calm, it's tranquil, and uh, it's just quiet and just sand forever. It's great. It's pet-friendly, so you can bring your dog and walk the beach. Uh, when I was there, I loved sitting outside by the fire pits because they have the fire pits. So you can sit out there when it's a little chilly and just be warm and, and look out at the ocean, watch the sunrise, drink your coffee. That's what we did. My wife loved that you could see stars, which you can't really do in the city. Um, And, you know, if you don't want to be outside, if it's a little too cold for you, each room has a fireplace inside with a picture window so you can look outside, inside or outside at the Nosset Beach Inn. It is the most tranquil place that I've ever been. Incredible views. Uh, Any time of year, it's great there. But in the winter, and especially in December because they have the Christmas trees up, there's a whole ambiance there that really, you know, really slows down the holiday for you and makes you, appreciate and put you in that holiday mood
3: so to reserve your ocean view rooms go to nasa beach that's nasa beach we will be right back with your calls don't go anywhere
4: hi it's toby from cape gunworks i'm taking all your firearm and self-defense questions every tuesday join grace and me for 2a tuesday tuesdays at 2 p.m
1: This is The Grace Curley Show.
3: Today's poll question is brought to you by Local Local Silver Mint, located in Ware, New Hampshire. Silver Dave will work with you directly to give the gift of metal this Christmas season. Contact him at localsilvermint.com. Jared, what is the poll question
1: and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at GraceCurleyShow.com, is who deserves coal in their stocking the most this year? Joe Biden, SBF, Hunter Biden, George Santos, Dr. Fauci, Claudine Gay, Bob Menendez, or Michelle Wu? I'm going to say Claudine Gay. Claudine Gay up to 9% now. Who's getting number getting one? I just, I just want number one. Too. Joe Biden is number one at 50%.
3: Okay, we are going to talk a lot about Joe Biden. percent for Michelle Wu. Okay, and uh, let's go to Tim. You're next up on The Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, Tim.
1: Hi, Grace. I was just calling to ask if a person of
4: color was Republican, would they have been invited to uh, that special uh, party or would they have failed to check all the necessary boxes? I don't know,
3: Tim. That's a good question for whoever was in charge of the guest list. I know that Mayor Wu is trying to, I think, the way I've seen it written up is like she was asked to host it, and maybe, you know she doesn't bear all the responsibility. Maybe she won't be held accountable for this party. But from what I've seen all over the news, it seems like this is being laid at woo's feet because she's the face of it. She's the face of the party, and uh, it's a good question, Tim. I don't have the answer for you, unfortunately. I can tell you right now that if I was having a party. Everybody would be invited. Everybody. Don't exclude people. You know, when I was a little kid and I used to have birthday parties? And I know this depends on, you know, if you're lucky enough and you can have the birthday and and you have the the means. But my mom would invite every kid in my class because she always thought, like, if you leave one kid out. And this was when your classes are kind of small. I was in, like, first grade. But she always thought, if you leave one kid out, it's just – and to be fair, she'd been on the receiving end of that with her own kids where we hadn't been the one person invited. And I know when you get older, it's okay. I'm not saying any of these people are crying in their soup. But it's just, it's not good manners. It's not good manners if you have 13 people and you only invite six. 13 people in a group being the city councilors, and you only invite six. It feels petty. It feels racist. And it feels unnecessary. John, you're up next on the Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, John.
4: Hi. Great great show. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, I just want to say I'm more concerned with the fact that it's a Christmas party and not a holiday party. Isn't that, like, taboo?
3: Well, let me actually – it's funny you should say that because I think it is a holiday party. I've probably been calling it a Christmas party because it just rolls off my tongue a little easier. I don't tend to say happy holidays. I'm more of a Merry Christmas type of person. Um, I do think this was a holiday party. I don't think there was anything – the actual email here – yeah, it's a holiday. It's a holiday party. So I do not think that um, Christmas was mentioned anywhere in the invitation – in the, in the actual invitations or in the rescinded invitations. I don't think the word Christmas was out there. For obvious reasons. You can't say Christmas. And now you can't even really say Hanukkah. I've been reading all those stories about how menorah lightings are getting canceled all over all over the country. And you know, a lot of people in the comments, one of the women who called in, she was a good caller, she brought up the comments. There's like a thousand comments right now in the Daily Mail. And a lot of the comments... Are very similar to the comment by uh, Frank Baker, which is, given what's going on right now in the world, like given the tension, given the hate, given the vitriol, given how how awful it can be right now, is this really the thing you want to do? It, I know I, I it's it's kind of an, kind of an oversaid thing, but I mean, put your finger in the wind a little bit, like read the room, dip your dip your toe in the pool and feel the temperature. It's not the best time not that you should ever be doing this but especially right now there there's so much division out there do we need more of it courtesy of mayor wu and her holiday parties when we come back you already know what time it is it's time for woker joke and then later we're going to talk about MIT and Harvard Hunter and so much more get on the lines now for woker joke
1: Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I just wanted to remind you that if you go to gracecurlyshow.com and click on store, we have a handful, a handful of our Grace's goodies. From yesterday, the Spike Formula, which I know you guys will love. It's packed full of enzymes. If you got each of these enzymes and ingredients separately, it would cost you over $100. We're giving it to you for just $33. It's typically 66 but we got a really great deal from uh, Dr. Tapper. So make sure you check out... The Grace's Goodies While it's up there I do think it's going to be gone Before we wrap up today So Grace's Goodies uh, Gracecurlyshow.com, Click on store And then you will see That Grace's Goodies Right there It's great Especially in time For the holidays When you're going to be Seeing a lot of people And it's easy Unfortunately To fall under the weather During that time period So get on that now And without further ado Emma Foley is in the studio Which is always a delight And that means it's time for Woke Or Joke Everything
4: Woke
0: Turns to sh, okay? I started a joke.
4: Ha ha ha
0: ha. Pink
4: haired wokers.
2: The word woke <walk> means loser. Have <laughs> 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 The joke.
4: Was on me. Oh, no.
3: Yes. And Woker Joke is brought to you by Aviva Trattoria. A gift card to Aviva Trattoria is the perfect Christmas gift for any occasion. So pick one up at any of their locations. To find the one nearest you, go to avivatrattoria.com. Emma Foley, thank you so much for joining us. Are you ready to go, ma'am? I am so ready. That's what you think. All right, let's start with Allie. You're first up on Woke or Joke. You guys know how this works. Emma's going to read a headline. Allie's going to have to decide, is it woke, as in it's real, or is it a joke? Did Emma just make it up? So go ahead, Emma.
0: All right, Allie, are you ready for your headline? I'm ready, Emma. You don't own those words. It's time to redefine plagiarism, a capitalist construct of decades past. That is a joke. (laughs) Sorry, Allie. By the way, that was a joke. That's not true. That was a great one,
3: though. You know why? Because it's so timely. So relevant. What's going on with Claudine Gay. And I did see in the letter that Harvard sent out to its faculty, to its students and uh, its alums, they did say that she was accused of inadequate citations. So that's a new way of saying plagiarism. We don't have to use the ugly P word anymore. We can just say, oh, I'm so sorry for my inadequate citations.
0: And I think we're just ahead of what they're going to do. They're going to redefine plagiarism and what it really means and who really owns words and how they're not really ours to have and to hold. Yeah, you know who is going to need, uh, what's the word, uh,
3: when people get what's the word oh reparations you know who's going to need reparations for this mike barnacle there's a lot of people who are going to need re- uh, reparations for because they were accused of plagiarism and i mean he did he ended up being fine he works at msnbc if you want to consider that being fine but still at the time it was a big deal and he was kind of roundly mocked and uh and shamed for it and so if claudine gay is going to get off the hook then there's a lot of people who deserve an apology uh ed you're up next on the grace Curley show Are you ready for your headline, Ed?
0: Yes, I am. Here we go. All right, Ed, here is your headline. Check your white privilege with home alone.
4: Well, okay, I'm going to play the early odds
0: and say woke. You are correct, Ed. It is woke. Can I tell people how Not a joke. Of course. Not a joke. So
3: last night, as I was sitting by my tree and my Gen 40 heater and I was just watching TV, I was watching Home Alone 2 which I would argue for a Christmas movie, sequels are always hard to do and to do well. But Christmas sequels are especially tough because it's like the concept of the first one's so crazy. You left your kid alone while you were going on vacation. What are the chances you're going to do that again? And you do have to suspend your disbelief a little bit. But I would argue that for a Christmas sequel, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, holds up pretty well, and it's really enjoyable to watch. Now, as I was watching it, It was towards the end of the movie. The mom finds Kevin in front of the big Christmas tree. They go back to the plaza. They go back to the room. And then it's Christmas morning. And they have all these gifts. They have like 15 of the cousins staying at the plaza hotel. And I was thinking, damn, the McAllisters got mad dough. In the first movie, they all travel to France, which right there, you're like, whoa, what does Mr. McAllister do for a living that he can bring all these people to France? But the second one at the plaza, and they brought their gifts into the plaza to open them. It just got me thinking, they're pretty wealthy.
0: That's a lot of checked luggage.
3: So what I did was I Googled home alone,
0: white privilege. And sure enough, sure as you know what. and behold. It came up. Kendra Stanton Lee wrote this a few years ago. She said it's a perfect time to examine home alone through the prism of white privilege, especially if you've never realized what a messed up world allows for so much glaring whiteness to go unchecked. So in the beginning scene, there's a police officer and they kind of disregard that the police officer is doing a holiday inspection. That's racist. Um, The fact that the parents aren't Questioned um, about the size of their family, but think about all of the parents of color who have more than 2.5 children if they've ever received, quote, shade for having produced a large family, end quote. Well, th-
3: these are none of the things I was thinking of. Maybe I should write my own piece on the white privilege of Home Alone because I had other ideas.
0: Lastly, Kevin McAllister resembles many modern depictions of a cherub. Big issue. <laughs>
3: Okay, Uh, next up, Frank, you're next up on Woke or Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Frank?
2: I am ready. Isn't uh, Mayo Wu's party, isn't uh,
4: white a color too?
3: Yes, yes, I would say it is. Okay, Frank,
0: here's your headline.
4: Well, okay.
0: All right, here you go, Frank. The Boston Tea Party was a crime.
2: Oh, boy. That's got to be woke.
0: That is woke as well. Wow. So this not came a joke. out not a joke in the Globe today. So this Saturday is the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party, kind of a big deal. And this fella Jeff Jacoby writes that some say it's an admirable act of civil disobedience, that was the propaganda when he was in middle school and learning about the revolution, but it's actually the destruction of property and you know the the tax on tea was not that bad if you look at today's taxes so they really should have let it go wait it's weird though because destruction
3: of property sometimes in the boston globe is considered a good thing but in this case it's considered a bad thing yes it's weird how also uh if you're looking at liberals sometimes the sometimes authority or authority figures are seen as the enemy And then other times they're not. And and I would say a good example is during COVID. Like a lot of people who had spent their careers questioning figures of authority suddenly said, we have to follow all the rules. You should just whatever they tell you to do, whatever they tell you to take, you should take it. So it's weird how these things change depending on who they're talking about.
0: Right. And then he does cite um, insurrections on the Capitol, which would be bad. Um, And then he says that history is sometimes kind to the vandals, as was the Boston Tea Party.
1: Hmm. How many fire alarms did they pull at the tea party? <laughs>
0: just well,
3: did you see that they're having the the new logo for the for this big anniversary? I don't know if it's for the Boston Tea Party, but they're having a they they spent I'm sure tons of money on this new logo, and I wasn't impressed. You know, I looked it up, and it just seemed like something you could have made on Microsoft Word in like 2005. And I'm sure it cost millions of dollars. Of to course, make. Uh, Frank, you're up next on the Grace Curley Show. Another Frank, are you ready for your headline?
0: Yes, I am. Okay. All right, Frank, here we go. Dairy-free eggnog made from silkworm skin falls Mm -hmm. short. Experts citing lack of enthusiasm from vegan community.
2: I'm going to say that's a joke.
0: You are correct, Frank. That's a joke. I laughed. I'm sorry. Silkworm skin. By the way, that was a
4: joke. That's not
1: true.
3: That's a good question, though. Eggnog, this could be a good poll question for next week when it's a little bit slower, the holiday season. Eggnog, are we yay or are we nay?
1: I am yay, but only the hood golden eggnog, which is the best of the eggnog.
0: I'm an eggnog snob. It has to be, you have to get it from a local farm. The one at the store is like thin. It's not, not as, you need that creamy, that thick, basically melted ice cream.
3: Okay, okay.
0: I'm not a huge fan, but you know what? Maybe for, for
3: all of your sakes, I'll give it another chance this year, because my mother-in-law brings it every year. Um, James, you're up next on The Grace Curley Show. Are you ready for your headline, James?
0: I am. All right, James, here is your headline. Southwest Airlines Celebrated for Policy to Give Full Row to Passengers of Size for Free.
4: That's a joke.
0: That is woke. Ooh. Sorry, James. Sorry, James. Not a joke. What? Not a joke. Wait, so tell us about this Southwest.
3: Yeah, it's not often you hear of an airline being applauded. Usually people are have their pitchforks out for these airlines.
0: So I believe they pitched this a few months ago, but now it's in full action and they are giving passengers of size an entire row or an extra seat for free as well as early preliminary boarding. And if you already... So if you buy two tickets that are next to each other, two seats on the plane, you can then ask for a refund for one of them later if you claim to be a passenger of size. You can ask for... Tell me the refund part again. If you buy two... If you buy two next to each other, but you encroach upon the extra space, you can ask for a refund for one of the seats.
3: Oh, okay. Understood. Understood. Um... All right. I would have said I would have said joke to that, but good to know, I guess. 844 500 Emma Foley, thank you so much for joining us today. When we get back, we've got a great guest. And by the way, we still have a lot to cover in the two o'clock. So I want to talk about Eric Swalwell. I guess he arranged for this press conference for Hunter Biden. And people keep going, why is Eric Swalwell standing behind Hunter Biden? And I just, I replied back to one of my Twitter followers. I said, birds of a feather. Okay, these two, they get each other. Game recognizes game. Okay, they respect each other in all their endeavors. And also, we have this, this question about whether or not Joe knew that Hunter was going to give this riveting address to the press yesterday before he defied his subpoena so these are all things we have to talk about in the two o'clock i also want to discuss the house and how they've approved this resolution and it's democrats and republicans demanding mit and harvard presidents resign after anti-semitism testimony i actually disagree with this move maybe emma will come back on the show and we can fight this out don't go anywhere we'll be right back this is grace Curley show
1: the grace Curley show will be right back This is The Grace Curley Show. So you're looking for a deal
0: and you want to make it real. A money-saving deal. It's Grace's Goodies. Goody, goody.
3: I think everybody knew when I said I had a great guest coming up after Woker joke that we were going to have Chef Anthony on because people are already getting wind of the Grace's goodies for today. And I'm not going to hate on it. If you skip the line and you hop on there right away, good for you. If you want to get your hands on a $50 gift card to Aviva Trattoria for just $25, then go to GraceCurlyShow.com, click on store. And every time I have Chef Anthony on, we discuss all of the mouth-watering dishes at Avivo. We talk about all of the delicious cocktails, which you all know I love. But Anthony, before we get into any of that, first of all, Merry Christmas, and second of all, Merry Christmas. Can you give us a rundown of the locations? Because every time I go on the website, there's a new location being added.
4: Oh, you know, it's it's, it's tough to keep up with. But when you're growing the way we are, you, you have no other option. But yes, we are in Westford, Massachusetts. Marlborough, Rentham, Maynard. Um, we're up in Malden, Stoneham. We just opened in Hanover. And just over the border, up in Rochester, New Hampshire, you'll find our newest, most busiest location. Um, and, Grace, you know, it, it's the holidays, as you mentioned. And, you know, we've, um, we've decked our walls with the Donner's meatballs, and the place is jolly, and everyone is ready to go. We have so much going on between now and, and, and uh, New Year's Eve. Um, you know our gift cards, like as your gift cards, it's a, it's a mama mia type of a deal. Uh, Grace is good as we can't keep up with that. But if you spend fifty dollars on gift cards at, at Aviva, you're gonna receive a guaranteed winning scratch ticket. Um, as well as if you spend five hundred, you're gonna get ten uh, percent back. And you're also getting ten percent back on every purchase over a hundred dollars. So there's some great things going on. We still have our, our buy one get one free Mondays uh, through the holidays. The kidsy for five dollars. Uh, Wednesday is still Anthony's family style night. Uh, we love when the families come in with all their friends and, and pack the restaurants. But again, it's holiday season. Grace, the, 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 the private dining rooms are all set up for holiday events. Uh, people are coming in every night of the week right now and celebrating, uh, catering as well. We're taking full catering orders, uh, all the way up until, uh, Christmas Eve. We're going to be closing at four o'clock on Christmas Eve. To get your orders in because, you know, you know what happens last minute. People don't want to cook uh, and, they, and they leave it all up to us. But again, yes, we've got wonderful things happening at the holidays. Uh, the the, the menu tra- is always changing around. Brittany's got this, you know, wonderful brand new uh, brown sugar old-fashioned cocktail. Uh, the fire pits are still up. The pizza ovens are warming up. Uh, the TVs are blasting. Uh, people are just ready for the holidays this year.
3: And while supplies last, you can purchase a $50 gift card to Aviva Trattoria for just $25. It limits 3 port per order and limits one redemption per table. Like Chef Anthony mentioned, they have so many locations so there's a really good chance there's one near you or near a family member if you want to give one of these as a gift. All right, now i got to get into the food here, Chef Anthony, because I am always, when I'm at Aviva, I'm always thinking chicken parm, I'm always thinking bolognese, but I'm going to tell you something on the menu that has caught my eye recently. And I don't think I would typically pick this, but because I know that you guys use such fresh, local ingredients, Tempted to try the next time I'm at Aviva the Maine lobster ravioli. Is this a popular dish? Oh
4: boy, listen, um, I mean just lobster alone in New England is, is a popular word. Uh, let alone when you when you combine that with locally made fresh lobster raviolis from Dino's Pasta, one of my favorite um, pasta companies in the city. Here, uh, we've, we've we've matched that up with a wonderful lobster uh, cream sauce. Uh, with some sauteed shrimp, some cherry tomatoes, uh, baby spinach. It's a home run. It's just, it, it's fish on top of fish with a little bit of, we call it the creamy love, you know, the fats, the flavor. Uh, but that's a wonderful dish along with, you know, again, out of, it's out of the blue, but our uh, orichetti, uh, with Bianco sausage, um, lemon, it, uh, it's a lemon white wine broth. With, with broccolini, people love that this time of the year. It's more of kind of like a, a white, light, um, saucy pasta dish. Um, uh, but again, short ribs are flying off the menu and mac and cheese and the, the shrimp and clam frat Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're just ready for the holidays. And, um, we have the food, as you know, fresh from scratch, made your way. And if you're gluten or have allergies, you know, we're, we're ready for you. So 95% of the menu is waiting there for you. Come and enjoy your holiday
3: food. Yeah, it's a lot of warm, delicious classics. And also they do a lot of twists, especially with the the shared apps that you can get. There's a lot of fresh twists happening with some old school dishes. Um, but Chef Anthony, one more thing before I go, because my sister wanted me to mention this. And I think this is a Gen Z thing, but they're all obsessed with the Aperol Spritz. And she had mentioned to me, she said, when I come home, she lives in New York. She said, when I come home, can we go to Aviva so I can get the Aviva Spritz? Because she thinks this looks like your typical Aperol Spritz, but kind of cranked up to a new level.
4: Yeah, and again, that's all you know up to, to Brittany Thompson, the, the mixologist and the mastermind behind this all. I mean, she's bringing in a classic bitter and she's making the, this, the spritzer something that people remember. Uh, I don't care if it's me explaining it to you. Once you sample that cocktail or any one of her famous cocktails, you're going to remember it for sure.
3: Absolutely. You're going to remember everything about Aviva Trattoria. And right now, you can get a $50 gift card for just 25 bucks at gracecurlyshow.com. Click on store. Chef Anthony, have a merry, merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon, and we'll be right back.